Lamb <laughs> Brewing Company, Columbus, Ohio. I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one? Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers with the Brewers. and welcome to another episode of Land Grant University Presents Beers with the Brewers podcast. My name is Eric, and today I am joined with co-founder and creative director, Walt Keys. Uh, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, I'm back. Absolutely, we missed you. And, uh, of course, head brewer Dan Schaefer is also with us today. Of course. Ahoy. And we have a special guest for you guys. Uh, today we have the vice president of the best damn band in the land, Illuminati Club, Lindsay Conkle. Welcome to the podcast today. Hey the guys. Illuminati Club. <laughs> Is that what I said? Yes. <laughs> Which, Sorry. I mean, that just sounds wicked. I don't know what that's involved with that. But, um, my apologies. Um, Alumni Club. We weren't supposed Club. to tell anybody. <laughs> No, yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, thank you for being our guest today. You are here because we are drinking one Skull Session Lager, uh, returning lager to celebrate uh, our OSU Buckeyes coming back to OSU Stadium to play some football. <laughs> you're really outing yourself as the non-Ohio State alum on this podcast. Right. I guess you're not an Ohio State you know, Did you ever go to Ohio State? Uh, no, I've always been Ohio but you, State adjacent. Yeah, right. I would yeah. tell you. Yeah. It's true. I'm exposing myself. Uh, before we start or hit the record button, I was just explaining that I have no idea what Skull Session means or what it's referring to because I did not go to Ohio State either. Well, it's going to be a trial by fire for you here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We, we'll, we'll get all there. We'll get there. Uh, first, Dan, why don't you tell us a little bit about this beer? Yeah. So uh, this is a Vienna lager, um, 4.6% ABV, 16 IBUs. Uh, Mount Hood hops, which are kind of the, um, they were the original attempt at uh, in the U.S. at replicating noble hops. Uh, and I think it's like a 4-3-2 ratio of Vienna, our Swain Pills, and uh, some Munich and our uh, house lager yeast. But um, I decided to go back through the, the archives and see uh, everything that we've done to this beer. And it's, if you had it a long time ago, it would be very, very unrecognizable at this point. I think uh, the first version was kind of a crystal-heavy Vienna-ish lager. Uh, and then we did something that was kind of like a mashup of like a yingling and an Irish red. That was weird. Um, and then, yeah, there was a, um, a version that was, I think it was an attempt at an American light lager, only red, uh, which I don't even remember what that tastes like. But, yeah, we, we've sort of come full circle. And, uh, but, yeah, I remember it tasted good, but I don't think the red really came through much, no. if I recall correctly. No. We, yeah. we used a, a, a malt blend that was happy, at the, or happy that was um, popular at the time called Red X. Um, but apparently we, it was not red enough, X enough or whatever. Um, but, yeah, we've come full circle, and uh, we're back on the Vienna Lager uh, minus the crystal. Um, this is a bit... More of a classic take on a Vienna lager, and um, or at least a classic take on the modern interpretation of a Vienna lager uh, for beer dorks out there. Sorry about that. Um, and um, yeah, uh, probably the closest approximation is I think like maybe the second or third iteration of Steve Z was pretty close to this. So if you're a, an old Steve Z fan uh, and you got a hankering, uh, this is your beer. For the for the non beer dorks. 
What's the difference between a Vienna lager and just a regular lager? Is it, is it simply the malt? Before we get too far away from that comment, I will also say if you're a, an old Steve's head, you should hang tight. Noted. Around the 1st of October might be something you're interested in. Anyway, go on. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, this kind of falls on the spectrum of not as intense as probably a little bit more robust than uh, a fest beer. Um, a lot of people are doing variations on those now, kind of uh, what is actually served at Oktoberfest and uh, and uh, what we think of as classic, like an American take on an Oktoberfest that is um, more of a Meritzen style. So it's kind of in between there, um, hoppier, than uh, the fest beer and not as malty, and maltier than the fest beer, and not quite as uh, robust as the as your typical Oktoberfest beer. So this is an Oktoberfest. No, kind of. it's not an Oktoberfest. No, <laughs> got it. Not okay. quite. Not it, quite. Yeah, it's um. You, you can tell it's a little bit more on the medium gold. Uh, you don't get those coppery tones that you get with uh, a little bit more of a heavier Munich lean on uh, an Oktoberfest. Um, Typically, ABV is a little higher on an Oktoberfest slash Meritzen. Um, yeah. I think this beer first came out when I was actually still in school. And so I definitely recall it tasting a lot different. So it's, uh, it's good to hear some of that background, the history of that. It's really awesome beer. Yeah. Okay, I thought zero people would care about that. So thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a little bit heavier. Not It wasn't a heavy beer, but it was, it was a little chewier than this edition and and it was really meant to be sort of like the like at least when we first did it like sort of a counterpart to stiff arm like a like a an easy drinking tailgate beer with that sort of football Ohio State game day feel to it but not be a almost you know six six and a half to seven percent IPA something you could you could drink all day alongside yeah, so, beers. so I guess is that the, the change in the ingredients, is that kind of derived from, you know, this being sold in the stadium now? Because this one wasn't always sold in the stadium. Is that is that true? Correct. That's, yeah, that's yeah. correct. Um, the first year or two years that we had beer in the stadium, we were doing the 12-ounce stiff arm cans. Um, and then when we were able to go up to 16 ounces, um, that kind of opened things up and... Uh, we were able to get um, multiple brands in and get, you know, when we went to that 16-ounce can and we are going to sell it Skull Session in the stadium, we definitely wanted it to be that very approachable, very easy-drinking beer. The two at a time. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, drink them before they get warm yep. kind of thing. I feel yeah. Um, and uh, it's definitely gotten lighter as the years have gone by um, with that in mind for sure. Awesome. So demystify then for me what the Skull Session uh, implies with the, the name there. Yeah. I mean, I could answer it, but we have a distinguished <laughs> alumni of the marching band here. Yeah. Probable participant. Um, um, yes. But yeah, why don't, you, why don't you hip Eric and anyone listening who doesn't understand or know uh, the reference to Skull Session? Yeah. So Skull Session has really grown into one of the most like prized traditions on game day. Um, itself and I we don't have a specific date of when it started but what we do know is that in 1932 the band director at the time 
Eugene Weigel had the band memorize all of their music. So when our, you'll see it during halftime, no one has, you know, little sheet music charts on their instruments. You know, everybody's got that memorized. Um, and so what they did was they implemented this last rehearsal, this last chance to run through your music, your maneuvers, and all this stuff before we did it live. Um, this kind of grew into something that you know parents and things would attend. The word got around. It kept getting bigger and bigger. St. John's Arena opened sometime like 1956, 1957. Um, so Jack Evans, the director then, moved it over. Um, and then under the baton of Dr. Paul Drosty, uh, this Skull Session event really became more of like a concert pep rally uh, type atmosphere, but still keeping true to this is our last run through um, <laughs> to get the show kind of ingrained in our minds and into our skull, hence Skull Session. Um, so, yeah, we're awesome. It, it's, it's an awesome tradition to be a part of. Uh, if you're out and about on game day, definitely stop by. I think it starts a little over two hours before kickoff now. Team comes through. Um, so, yeah, there's just more and more gets added to that event. So definitely a game day tradition you want to take part in at least at least one time. Yeah, it's really cool. And, you know, it, it's also an opportunity to get inside St. John's Arena, which are, are few and far between these days. Um, hopefully it stays there and they don't have to have a new venue for the Skull Session uh, anytime soon. But um, but it's really cool. And, I, and my understanding is that the, the term Skull Session is originally a military sort of terminology and like basically same kind of idea like uh, um like that last like strategy session before you head to battle or head to you know whatever it is you're doing um but yeah i think applies nicely to that idea of marching out to to the stadium as well yeah and and that's definitely possible the the marching band is deep rooted in in military traditions Mm -hmm. and um so, yeah, I believe that would <laughs> that yeah. makes perfect sense and that that would be. And that's only something I know because I looked it up. I certainly haven't I haven't heard this, the term skull session referred to in any other circumstance than um, other than pre pre Ohio State football game uh, band concerts. So, yeah, what's funny is um, so we have uniform checks every game day morning. And if it's a noon mm-hmm. game, that happens sometime around 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for that that game with the state up north, we actually have. Uh, soldiers or you know chiefs from the military uh, come in and check the uniforms themselves. And oh, kinda, really? Yeah, make sure they're up to their standard. So just make sure you're just <laughs> just to a T, huh? Yeah, that's cool. Um, well, you know, I, I, I'd like to get into talking more about what the what the alumni um, band as, association does and what you guys have going on. But I think before that, since we we just kind of came off the heels of talking about the beer. Um, let's say you're at an all-day tailgate event. Like for, for instance, the Notre Dame game coming up. Kickoff's not till late late at night. or I mean, not that late, I guess, 8 o'clock. 7.30. Seven, it's late for me, I guess. <laughs> um, you know, you're pacing yourself well. You got nowhere to be. You're not driving. You don't, you don't have any official band duties that day. How many of these beers would you say you might crush in an all-day session and imagine Lindsay, that these are 12 ounce cans and not the 16 ounces yeah. in front of us you know, even if it was a 16 ounce i don't know that my answer changes um i love that and so we're talking about this version here uh six out of six would crush no no brainer for me 
Yeah, I mean, this is going down really easy. I think mine's almost empty. Um, and, in, and then you take it and you put it in the right atmosphere. Um, like we're going to have in a couple weeks for that Notre Dame game. And, yeah, I, anything less than a six is uh, just fake news. <laughs> I agree. I, it's, I mean, designed to be a six out of six, and I think we've ultimately succeeded there in that arena. I think it's a delicious, easy-drinking beer, and I could definitely t- take down a six-pack before game day. Or before the game, rather. Dan, what do you say? Yeah, I'm a six. Uh, this um, Vienna's are probably my... Right up there with my favorite Pilsner styles. Uh, I suppose like a German Pils, uh, if you're wanting something a little bit more hoppy. But yeah, this is um, really strikes a nice balance of um, of just enough breadiness and flavor and a uh, little hoppy snap with you know being extra crushable. I want to just add really quick. There's something about the graphic, and maybe I'm biased because you know this this beer is a little special to me. Uh, there's something about this graphic that's just so awesome. You just want to consume this can right away. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah, we have a cool character on there. And this I guess time. we should say a shout out to our friends at Homage, who uh, we worked with to do the. So, this one came from uh, you know we had the old Skull Session label, which had sort of like a marching um, skeleton motif to it. It was a little more like realistic, um, but Homage had come to us and wanted to do. A couple shirts based on our sort of more football-centric beers leading into the football season. So uh, Stiff Arm um, was an obvious choice. And then also Skull Session. And, you know, we kind of challenged them of, like, which I, I find interesting when we work with uh, creative partners in that way. Of, it, it, instead of just taking what we've done and putting it on a T-shirt, saying, hey, we've done this. How would you interpret this idea or this brand or whatever? And um, this illustration of the sort of trumpet-playing skeleton um, was what they came up with, and we loved it. And so they did a T-shirt with this on it, um, which ran alongside the beer, which at the time looked different. Um, But then when we were kind of going bigger with it last season, I think, um, we loved their design so much. We said, hey, can we kind of sort of collaborate on this label? Um, And so we, we took their illustration and laid it out on the can, and I think it really... Um, pops nicely both on the 16 and the 12 um, and it's it's become one of my favorite cans for sure um, and I'm not even a trumpet player so <laughs> what's his name um, Bonesy uh, Sullivan the skeleton <laughs> Sullivan, Sullivan the skeleton I love it uh, well Lindsay why don't you uh, talk to us a little bit about the alumni club and what your responsibilities are and, and what you guys got going on yeah, so we're actually one of Ohio State's biggest alumni club, and you can probably imagine how easy that is to <laughs> to to get up to that number, just because we uh, we have 228 members now, I think, of the band. And so once you get your name read off the list to be a member of the band, you instantly kind of become an alumni member uh, as well. So, and that list just came out, I think, yesterday. So big congrats to everybody that just made the band. Um, so we do. A lot of different things, and I think if I could sum it up, our primary goal is to kind of just support the current members of the band. So a lot of that is uh, like scholarship fundraising, um, getting those guys to to trips, uh, maintenance on the the stadium, the rehearsal room, things like that. So, um, and a way we raise funds is through pet bands. Um, so we'll go play at an event, um, charge for the event that goes straight straight into the the scholarship funds and. 
Uh, for those interested in kind of booking a pep band, you can email me at vicepresident at tabiddle.com, and I can certainly direct direct you in the right direction. Yeah, <laughs> and highly recommend it. Whenever we've had alumni uh, band members here, it's been awesome. And shout out to Brian one of our bartenders who is also an alumni band member. Yeah, we were actually in the same row together. So oh, I know, yeah? yeah, I know Brian really well. And, uh, yeah, you guys uh, will be seeing us out here at Land Grant at the Beer Garden for some of the away games this year. So. going to be awesome. And speaking of out in the Beer Garden and being here, we have an event this Sunday. Is that right? Yes. Uh, so we have hijacked your guys' summer Great. music series uh, in the morning there. Um, we're going to be celebrating the release of the Skull Session uh, beer. With that, we've got some of our local alumni members are in a band called Bears on Unicycles. Really good stuff. Highly recommend you come out and check them out. We're also raffling off two game day passes to the Notre Dame game. Um, And what this includes is kind of this up-close and personal experience with the band. Uh, With it, you'll get access to Skull Session, game seats, uh, with the band and sideline access during halftime. So we're going to do $5 a ticket or 5 for 20 Wow. That's pretty sweet. That's That sounds really cool. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> That's a really good price. <laughs> um, yeah, so come down Sunday. What time, Do you know what time uh, they're playing? You guys are playing in the morning? Uh, I've heard... 12, I've that heard 12.30, right. and yeah. I've heard 1. So <laughs> either way... Get here at 12, yeah. Yeah. and then you'll, be, then you'll be set. Yeah, um, but yeah, that'll be your first chance to get your hands on Skull Session Lager this year. It's going to be a really great day and a um, great way to lead into uh, football season, which is only a few weeks away. So, and yeah, get Crazy. your name in the hat for that prize. Well, why don't you take us through the rundown of the rest of the week, starting with what's happening tonight? Yeah, I can do that. Um, tonight is Thursday in, in podcast world. Um, and we have our Beer Guard Music Series. Uh, Mescalado is playing 6 to 8. We have live music in the beer garden every Thursday and Sunday. Um, Friday night, uh, our All Are Welcome DJ series continues on. That's put on by our friends at the Freshest Events. And the Soul Kitchen is DJing Friday from 8 to 11. So come on out late Friday. Um, Good good jumpstart to your weekend. Saturday, we've got a big event Saturday, the Heat Check. It's our three-on-three tournament. Um, We're shutting down the street. We're putting some basketball hoops out there. We're playing a three-on-three basketball tournament. We'll have uh, live music on stage all day long. Um, we've got a full vendor market. So every every team in the three-on-three tournament is a local brand, most of them sort of fashion-based, and they will all be vending in the uh, the turf area of the beer garden. So it's going to be all-day sort of block party atmosphere. Come on down, drink some beers. We've got special Lemon Glow 16-ounce cans, um, limited edition labels on those. Um, so come on down and uh, spend the day with us. And as we mentioned, Sunday, we've got the Skull Session launch with the Best Damn Band in the Land Alumni Club. Go Bucks! Go Bucks. It says here <laughs> noon, so be here at noon. <laughs> there um, you go. Our Sunday music market going on uh, this this uh, week is curated by the Melanin Mama Boutique. That's 3 to 7, so you can get some shopping done. And then um, we also have music from... So in addition to Bears on Unicycles... Which hopefully doesn't involve real bears. Um, <laughs> I actually think that would be cooler. <laughs> we also or have unicycles <laughs> with all that expensive equipment around you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we also have music from the Talk Boy Trio, four to six. Uh, crew are home against Atlanta on Sunday, so it sounds like you should probably just come on down here, hang out all day, and then go to the crew match at five thirty. Walk on over, scoot on over, 
Uber over um, short ride from uh, the tap room. Ray Ray is Dodo, and Mikey's are here Thursday through Sunday, um, with Mikey's here on Monday as well. So we got you covered food. Cornhole League is live. Our Monday Cornhole League signups are live at gocornhole.com. Uh, Fall League starts 829, which is coming up quick. So get signed up for that. And then Tuesday, Pop Culture Trivia every Tuesday, hosted by our friend Travis Hoesher. And we've got one of our uh, movie nights going on, too. And since we can't say the name of the movie, this movie is about the 90s and fashion and Coolio songs. You know, I pride, I pride myself in being a, a movie buff, but I've never seen this movie, so I can't really? help with the hits wow. here. Uh, big yeah. hit movie. Um, uh, the main character shares a name with a famous singer who... I know there's a lot of plaid in, life in the uniforms, life. right? What's that? There's like a lot of yellow plaid in the uniforms, I guess right? I could say Cher's name. The main character's name is Cher. Ooh. I guess that's not... Yeah. Anyway, you could probably figure it out, or if you can't, you probably don't care. So anyway, come on down. Tortilla Street Food every Tuesday. And then Wednesday, we have a pause and pints, dog happy hour, bring Spot or Fido or whoever on down for a happy hour in the beer garden. Um, we're going to be raising some funds for... Franklin County Dog Shelter and Two Fat Indians here as always on Wednesday. That's almost it. Anniversary party on October 1st. That's a Saturday. And then just a couple weeks away now, we're hosting the 2002 National Champions reunion um, with a ton of folks from that team, including Jim Tressel, Maurice Claret, Mike Doss, um, all of them. They're going to be here. So, well, maybe not all of them, but most of them. So come on down, check it out, and learn some things. Tickets available on the 11 Warriors website. So 11 Warriors is uh, putting that on here at Land Grant. Um, tickets available at 11warriors.com. So get on that before it sells out. There are still some seats available. And shoot, I think that's it. That was an amazing rundown. Well, it sounds uh, yeah. like we have a lot going on. Yeah, as always, a lot go of to fun our, stuff. As, huh? Yeah, I'm sure I forgot something. So just like follow us on Instagram, <laughs> and uh, Meredith will make sure you see what what's going on. It would be remiss uh, if we did not mention that you may um, on Saturday see Walt um, down throwing bows in the post. Oh yeah, um, along with uh, fearless leader Adam Benner running. I'm gonna imagine him as a point forward. Is that yeah, how? Yeah, yeah. He's, Walt maybe he as likes a stretch to control forward. the ball. <laughs> he likes to be involved in the offense. I'll keep the glass clean down there, and uh, I'm I'm kind of a three and D kind of guy, you know. Gotcha. You know, hang out by the three point line, get some rebounds. Lindsay, I want to thank you so much for joining us on our episode today. Uh, is there anything that you want to share with our listeners before we sign off? Any uh, any ways that we can follow or support the alumni club? Uh, yeah, actually, we uh, just kind of released a social media marketing team. So we're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all those kinds of things under Tibidal Alumni Club. So that'll that will keep you in the know. I think that's the best way to, to find out where we're going to be and what we're up to. So, And thanks for having me. This has been fun. Awesome. Yeah. Well, next week, guys, uh, we will be talking about a new beer, Batacuda. Brazilian Batucada. Oh, did I pronounce it wrong? I mean, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong too. But maybe Dan can help us out here. No, I, well, well, one, it's Walt's. <laughs> the, the the name was uh, Walt's doing, and two, I keep reversing the vowels on it, so it's like. <laughs> 
I've, yeah, any combination of vowel sounds um, that you can come up with, I have I have done so for uh, the, for the beer. So I'm, it, I'm, it's named for a, a, a Brazilian style of music that is percussion based that you encounter at uh, the various carnival celebrations in Brazil. Well, I'm looking forward and to trying the that area, you know, South America. It's been a while since we featured a sour beer on this podcast, so it'll be interesting. A nice change of pace. Yeah, and uh, real quick, I just wanted to give, uh, since I wasn't on the podcast last week, uh, give a shout-out to all the... So I ran, I rode Pelotonia, what, two weeks ago now? Rode the 57-mile ride, and I just wanted to give a shout-out to all the folks that helped make that happen, volunteers, uh, other riders, donors, etc. It was a really cool experience, and I uh, just want to say, if any Pelotonia folks listen to this podcast, a uh, thanks, and it was a cool experience. I can't wait to do it again next year. We're going to get Dan to do it uh, next year, too. Well, once again, thank you guys for listening. This has been uh, the best damn podcast in the land. Featuring... Trademark pending. Featuring Lindsay Conkle uh, from the best damn band in the land. Alum, I'm going to say Illuminati again. Alumni Club. <laughs> um, guys, come on down. We've got so many fun events this happening this weekend. Please remember to tip your bartenders, and we will see you here at Land Grants this week. Cheers, guys. Illuminati, Skull and Bones. I mean, it's not far from Skull and Bones sort of situation, so I get it. Yeah, there's some crossover. It's a lot of the skull, Venn diagram, skull the last one. In the, uh, in the old thing. <laughs>